Welcome to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell, and we're back with episode 32, Four Tips to Boost Your Performance. You know, back in episode 31, I spoke about personal and professional growth. Many times those two have cross-benefits, meaning something you learn in one area could help you in other areas. In today's episode, we'll go over four tips to help you boost your performance. You'll need time, focus, the ability to open up to different views, and the ability to take in feedback. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by our brand new for 2021 digital class, Craig Ansell's Resume Masterclass. If you don't have a resume, you need to update it or potentially redesign it, or heck, don't even know where it is or how old it is, there's help. It's in the form of my Resume Masterclass. Using the past 10 plus years of winning resume knowledge, I've built a class to help you succeed. You don't have to hire any expensive resume coaches that help you one time and then you're done. The Resume Masterclass has lifetime access so you can come back to it time and time again, whether you want to create, update, or totally redesign your resume. And if you ever change your job focus or your career focus due to economic downsizing or potentially some new training or education that you've received, you can go back and redesign your resume. You can go to rmcenroll.com. That's R-M-C, Resume Masterclass, enroll.com to learn more, to see some testimonials, and grab the service. You progress at your own pace through six step-by-step video modules, with the longest module only being about 15 minutes. Check it out today. All right, back to our episode. For episode 32, four tips to boost your performance. Our first tip you'll need to find some time for that special training, that course, or studying that you need to do. How do you go about that? There's only 24 hours in a day, right? Well, I would suggest first to review your daily routine. There's going to be things that you do that you've become comfortable with and maybe do out of habit that you might be actually wasting your time on. There could be activities that provide little or no value, both in your personal life, but more importantly, in your professional life, in your work effort. I call this busy work. Your time is occupied, but you don't actually produce anything of value. Another way to look at it, if that activity wasn't completed today, this week, or at all, would it matter? It may be difficult to hear that and even difficult to pause and think about that in your life, but I think it's an important step. Sometimes we need to stop and self-evaluate. If there's things that you find out that you're doing that aren't providing much value at all, you might be able to slowly remove them from your lives by taking small step changes. And when you start to add extra time to your life, you can then realize that time will add up for something that you might be able to take that special training, that course, or do some self-study. For me, what I've done is, and I know this is a little extreme, but I've decided to get up an hour early most days of the week. When I do that, I have an extra hour to focus simply on me. 
Most of the time, what I'll do is speed read in the morning on a select book with the intention of trying to better myself. There might be a particular category or an area of my life I'm trying to improve, so I'll intentionally seek out that book and see how it can apply to both my personal and professional life. And then also, I'd love to share it with you, and many times I do through this podcast. Once you've found some time, the next thing you're going to need to do is to find focus. As I said before, and I'll say it again as we start our second tip, especially in today's pandemic times, for those of us that are maintaining jobs, we're very lucky and blessed to have them. However, if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely because you want to learn some tips or tricks to grow. If that's the case, there's an old phrase that applies. What got you here won't get you there. In fact, many times, that's the reference to insanity, continuing to do the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Something needs to change, otherwise you'll get the same result or worse. I think you get it, but did you see that I added or worse? That's where complacency comes into play. We become too familiar with rather comfortable in our jobs. We can start to lose focus, start to lose that edge, and almost drone on. Maybe even forget why we do what we do. Potentially just go into work, clock in, perform our tasks, then clock out and go home, then repeat the next day. Trying to apply more focus to our lives and then remembering tip number one, We want to make sure that we have time for ourselves and also when we're working on a specific activity, we're dialed in and providing the best value that we can. As we start to wrap up tip number two, focus, I think we should challenge ourselves not only to complete those tasks, but to ask ourselves, why are we doing those tasks? What value are we adding And, as mentioned earlier, if I didn't complete this, what would be the downfall? What would be the negative side? Now, in my case, I can share some examples, such as, do I really need to go through and filter out and archive my emails at work? That doesn't need to be done right now. It does need to be done at some point, but I have other higher priority items, other higher priority projects I need to work on. If I sat there and worked on organizing, sorting, and archiving email, I wouldn't have time for this podcast. I wouldn't get time to upload it. I wouldn't get time to share it with you. So there's time for many activities. And again, some are time-wasting activities, and they don't bring much fruit or much value to the table. So in in a different way of looking at things, challenge yourself when you go back to work on your next shift and say, What value does this bring? What value specifically am I providing by doing this task, this activity, or working on this this project? Now, I know there's some things with your job descriptions and your job assignments that are requirements. There's nothing wrong with that and doing those. That's what you were hired for. But again, if you've been on the job for years, you might actually have become complacent or comfortable doing what you do 
And it might be worth kind of uh, respectfully challenging some of the job descriptions or the tasks at hand and talk to a supervisor or manager and ask them, hey, you know, how often do you use this report that I generate? Or I noticed that this report was designed with an older management uh, team involved and we've kind of cleaned house and have new people here. Do you guys still use this report or is there anything I could remove from it to make it more clean and clear, more effective? Or is there anything I could add so that there's more value. And, you know, open up those conversations with your manager, like I suggested in episode 31. That's a good way to uh, confront things, but again, in a very respectful and humble manner. Now, for our third tip, open up your views. It's open up your views to true customer service. When I speak of customer service, what comes to mind? Who comes to mind? Oftentimes I hear, It's the end-paying customer. It's the person that buys the product or service. In all reality, with these tips, this is a great one. When I say open up your views to true customer service, you need to realize everyone you work with and work for is your customer. Yes, we have the end-paying customer, the the person that purchases the product or service, But we also have upstream and downstream customers. So if you imagine a production line, whether you physically work in a production line, or if you want to imagine a virtual production line, if you're in an office environment, for example, some tasks, some activity happened to generate the work that you're receiving via email or via some type of task implementation system. Somebody somewhere generated that task that activity, that product that you received coming from the upstream. And now it flows down to you and you have some work, some process, some value add to contribute. Once you're done, you pass it further downstream, eventually getting to the end customer. But all along the way, every single person that was involved with or interacted with that product or service is your customer also. Try to remember that next time you have to communicate with someone within your company, or even if it's an external vendor providing you a product or service. Treat everybody as a customer, and I think you'll be recognized for going above and beyond with your efforts, especially with strong communication. That leads us into our fourth and final tip, which is BOLO. Be on the lookout for. Be on the lookout for extreme words. If anyone is a cops TV show or crime drama fan, you'll likely know the acronym BOLO. Be on the lookout for. While we're doing this personal and professional career growth stuff, it doesn't hurt to bring some humor in and mix things up from time to time. That way you might even remember it better. Even if you remember one of these tips, in a way, they're all interconnected and it might just help you with your day. As I mentioned in episode 31, How to Get a Better Performance Review, I talked about not waiting until your annual review for feedback. I recommended touching base with your supervisor or manager at least once mid-cycle. Being proactive like that is great. It really puts the spotlight on you and highlights your intention to seek feedback and grow. If you want to learn more about that, go back and give it a listen. Now, for this fourth and final tip, be on the lookout for extreme words. You can actually implement this immediately. You can use this daily 
both in your personal and professional lives. It applies to written and verbal discussions, too. In fact, it applies so strongly to our personal lives that author John Gray wrote a book called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It's an older book, so I understand if you haven't heard of it. The key point is that we're all wired differently. This includes how we communicate, not only in speaking, but how we process that information and how we respond. With reference to his book, here's a few examples. The woman. You never lock the door when you come home, and it makes me feel unsafe. The man's reply. Speaking defensively. Yes, I do. Most of the time. So I forgot this time. The woman. You always leave your clothes out instead of putting them in the hamper. The man. Speaking loudly. No, I don't. Sometimes I just leave my socks with my shoes. In this fourth and final tip, extreme words, they can actually be of extreme value to us. For many, like in these examples, it's natural to become defensive when you feel attacked. It takes practice and patience, but you can learn to bite your tongue or pause before responding. You might come across these extreme words, always and never, for example, in email. And if so, you'll likely focus a lot of your time and energy on that. You might even actually lose focus on the rest of the email and what the original content was requesting of you. So if you're on the lookout for those, you might recognize their emotional triggers. Focus in on what the content revolves around, not just those words, always and never, and try to take emotion out of the subject, out of the content, and see what the other person is actually trying to get across, what points. This is where it really helps with the focus we talked about, also having a true customer service viewpoint. We can get around those extreme words and ultimately cut down on how much they impact us by slowly modifying our approaches and how we communicate with others and the products and services we supply both upstream and downstream. And in that way, hopefully you too will not have to be on the lookout for as many extreme words, such as always and never in the future. As we wrap up episode 32, four tips to boost your performance, let's review. Our first tip, you need to find some time so that maybe you could take a special training, a course, or perform some self-study to better yourself, potentially in your personal and professional life. Tip number two, focus. I shared how it's important to keep focus on your daily tasks and activities, and how, especially if we've been in the job for a long time, we can become complacent, so make sure you watch out for that. Maybe challenge yourself a little. For tip number three, open up your views. It was open up your views to true customer service. Remember, everywhere you look is your customer. And finally, tip number four, bolo. Be on the lookout for extreme words. Two specific examples, always and never. Try not to emotionally react to those or become emotionally triggered and try to diffuse the bomb and the wording that's wrapped around those words to find out the key content, the key message that the other person's getting at. I hope that these four tips provided you with some level of strength, some level of knowledge that can boost your performance immediately. We're always here for you to write in, at info at craigansell.com or leave comments or notes on any of our social media. We're at Craig Ansell on Facebook, LinkedIn, 
in Instagram. And for 2021, we're proud to start Twitter so we can have a greater interaction with you and get more of your feedback, potentially on future podcast episodes. Or if you'd like to share any specific challenges you're facing in the workplace, maybe we have some solutions we can help you out with. Because you never know, somebody else might be going through the same thing, and we just need you to raise your hand and ask for help so that we can, in turn, help others. Finally, as a reminder, this podcast has been sponsored by my all-new Resume Masterclass. There's six power-packed modules, with the longest being 15 minutes, and as you go through them at your own pace, it'll be a step-by-step program. Come back to the course as often as you like because you get lifetime access. It can help you today and in the years to come. If you have any interest in updating your resume to make sure that you're current with the latest winning trends, formats, and styles, as well as how to place content effectively and not oversaturate your resume so it's an eyesore, go to rmcenroll.com today. That's resume masterclassenroll.com today and take a look. Here's to looking forward to serving you in the new year. Peace and God bless.